Welcome to Seeking Scripture Deep Diving Bible Study. I'm Christy Jordan, and I want to help you develop a firsthand relationship with the whole Word of God. For links and graphics mentioned in my podcast, please visit the corresponding post on SeekingScripture.com. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. Good morning, siblings. Welcome to day two of our Bible reading plan. If you missed yesterday's notes, please take a moment and go back and read over those first. My notes are designed to build upon one another, and so it's vital that you try to read them in order, especially at the very beginning. Today's readings are Genesis 4 through 7. Rabbit trails. Don't worry, I have much less to say today. Let's dive right in. Genesis 4. Why did Yahweh accept Abel's sacrifice but reject Cain's? It is worth noting that Abel brought the firstborn of his flock, his first fruits. It was special. We are told only that Cain brought an offering of fruit of the ground. We are not told that it was first fruits, best of his fruits, or any other characteristics that would set it apart as special. Moving on, In not ending Cain's life for the murder of his brother, Yahweh shows grace again. He adds to that by putting a sign of protection on him. The word used for whoever and therefore whoever kills Cain will receive vengeance sevenfold is actually kol. In Hebrew, kol can mean anyone, but it usually means anything or all things. So it was possible Cain was not just being protected from humans, but from wild animals as well. Either way, more grace. I'll have to quit pointing out all the incidents of grace because it's in practically every other breath in Scripture, but I just wanted to mention it once more, so I'll only mention it a hundred times or so after this. Honest. My point is that we will see it time and again. Yahweh has always been a God of grace. Genesis 6 introduces the Nephilim. This is a whole other can of worms, and I'll admit it is a fascinating can of worms to open up. I've studied this and have my opinions and thoughts based on scriptural evidence, but if you go off on this trail, make sure you come back in time for tomorrow's readings. I spent some time on it. I've reached some possible conclusions that satisfy my own curiosity as much as it will be satisfied in this life, and then I let it go so that I could get back into the Word. Be careful not to let rabbit trails get you too far from the path. In Genesis 6, we see Noah being given instructions for loading the ark. We've all heard this story most of our lives. Chances are that, as young children, you sang about it and might have even had a Noah's Ark bathtub playset in the light. So, when most of us think of how many of each animal Noah took onto the ark, we immediately think two. That's what we've been told. That's what we've always believed. However, that's not what the Bible says. That's the thing about inherited knowledge, especially when it comes to faith and the Word of Yahweh. Inherited knowledge can be so ingrained in us that we actually believe we've read it or acquired it firsthand. Inherited religion is, again, secondhand faith. And just as I mentioned yesterday, there's no such thing as a secondhand relationship with the Father, so there's also no such thing as a secondhand relationship with the Word. You either know the Word firsthand, or you know someone else's view and opinion of the Word. The two are very different. 
with one source being Yahweh and the other being a fallible human. So check out Genesis 7 to see the actual amount of each animal Yahweh told Noah to bring onto the ark. How many of each animal did he take? Two of some, and how many pairs of the others? How was each type of animal classified? These are good questions for you to answer today in your readings. Be sure you do it firsthand. An interesting note about Noah and Cain's wife. We are not told the description of clean and unclean animals until Leviticus, but Yahweh clearly shows that Noah has knowledge of it. From this, we can surmise that there were rules, regulations, or teachings, whatever you want to call them, from Yahweh that were known before the Ten Commandments era. This knowledge, which we are not privy to at this time, also holds the answers to where Cain and Abel's wives came from, an often asked question. If you'll keep your eyes open, you'll see many more incidents in which Yahweh's people were found obeying him before written records of commandments were given. For example, Yahweh calls mankind wicked, but Noah righteous. So clearly, Noah lived righteously according to Yahweh's teachings of some sort. The Bible gives us an abundance of information, but sometimes we are left with gaps that we won't be able to fill in for sure until he returns. However, in his wisdom and grace, we know that the Father has given us all that we need in order to live according to his wisdom and will. Deuteronomy 29.29 tells us, The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things that are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of his law. In Genesis 6.14, the Hebrew word used for ark is only used in one other instance in the Bible. Follow the link at the end of this paragraph and find the word ark in the verse. Directly above it, you will see Hebrew, and directly above that, you will see a pronunciation of the Hebrew. Click on that. It's the first blue bit above the Hebrew black writing to see the other location that this word is used and what it references. Now, this is fascinating and really brings the two stories into better perspective in terms of the Father's overall plan of redemption. The links are below. I showed you how to do this more in-depth yesterday, and I also have a link here if you would like to review my notes to see how to do that. Lastly, what was the source of the flood? If you answered rain, you only know part of the story. Check out Genesis chapter 7, verse 11. Get ready for tomorrow, when we're going to learn way more about the flood story than you ever thought possible. Test everything, hold tight to what is good, and He is the only source of good. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. I love y'all. Bye-bye.